drink soda never exactly like that they say every clock is different like a snowflake oh yeah that makes sense is that something they say in the business it's a business yeah it's a hollywood inside <laughs> business uh slang <clears throat> every clock is like a it's like a snowflake every, every clock there's no two clocks that are alike is okay. how you would say it i like that yeah um well that was our that was our clock and so can we copyright that probably no no, no? oh i'm gonna hold on let me get this. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna get unplug a, a this. Mic stand dialed in here. Yeah. Get that dialed in. I'm gonna dial this up. I'm gonna dial this in. Crank it up this. to eleven. Right. I'm not gonna actually crank it up to eleven. No, I'm gonna keep it where it's it is. impossible. It only goes up to ten. No, we go up to twenty-five. And we're on eight right now. Okay. So. Uh-huh. If I crank it up to 11, the levels are going to be all off. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Get, get my little zen in. Get my, get my zen in. Zen in? Zen in. My cinnamon zen in. Uh, do we want to let Satchmo do the countdown? Satchmo, where are you at, bud? Our new co-host, Satchmo, he's going to do the countdown for us. We've been trying to, you know, we're going to try to get him in on the show more times and i think countdown's a good time i think yeah i think uh, that's probably the good mm-hmm. use for satchmo so satchmo count us down from seven seven eight nine ten no down satchmo you want to go down so count seven six there you go five mm-hmm. four three two Yo, thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Awesome Ties to Satchmo. Satchmo's here. Smart Plug's here. Free Candy's here. Um, Computer's here. Free Candy's not here. Free Candy's in He's Canada. up in Canada somewhere, supposedly. I think we still do the bit until the next season. So Free Candy, can you hear us, bud? Free Candy, can you hear me, pal? I'm going to take off my headphones and see. No, he. well, he's way too far for us. to. He's oh. way up there, dude. But we can't hear him. We don't have him like live via satellite. We're going to work on that. And that's why this isn't going to be a thing in the next season. Because we're going to have him patched in for real. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to get a lot of the guys patched in for real. There was a, there's another guy that's getting upgraded to co-host. Oh, there's another, a new co-host? Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. We got Satchmo on. Satchmo got, you know, great response. Last week, people from love Satchmo. As it people turns out, people love Satchmo. So we're bringing him on. We're bringing in some new co-hosts. Uh, this next co-host is one of the guys, one of our guys. We may or may not have brought him up before, but he's one of the. I'm excited to find out. Yeah. Um. So that's all coming up next season, not this episode. No, no. Next season isn't even like next week or anything. We don't know when it is. We don't know when it is. Jerry doesn't tell us. Jerry actually does uh, a lot more for the show than people would think. He's the one that structures the seasons, and he unlocks the doors. We get here, he unlocks the doors. The doors are unlocked. We don't want to carry keys. I mean, that's that's really <coughs> about it, though. That's a lot. Uh, is it? Bad. Is it a lot? Well, he's going to be doing uh, more and more once you know all this AI advances. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Hopefully, we can replace Jerry with AI before too long. I think that's definitely possible. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, so we want to start this show like we start every show by thanking 
you for uh, for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. There's a lot of there's shows out there. You know, there's a show called a uh, show called Making a Murderer. Yeah, yeah, that's a show. That was a show. Yeah, it's like a Netflix show. There's so many shows that you could be watching, and for whatever reason, you chose to spend this time with us, so we appreciate you for that. Yeah, we do appreciate it. And for now, this is a completely organic show. We are not uh, being structured or broadcasted in AI. No, no, not yet, as of right now. But Mm -hmm. big things coming in the world of AI because just recently we found out that uh, text-to-video AI capability is coming, and it's right around the corner mm-hmm. with uh, the announcement of OpenAI's uh, Sora. 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 So this is going to be like ChatGPT and Dolly kind of mixed into one mm-hmm. to generate videos based on the prompts you enter. Yeah, and this is photorealistic video where a lot of these AI images and, like, when AI images first started, it was very cartoony looking. Yeah. And then it slowly turned into a more realistic where you couldn't really tell the difference. The line was a yeah. little blurred. Mm-hmm. And then they crossed the uncanny valley where now there's just AI pictures that look real. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's kind of what happened with text to video. Like Google had a text to video AI and somebody else had launched one, some smaller company. But it was all like really cartoony and weird. Yeah, and this this OpenAI Sora, you're able to, if you want it photorealistic or video realistic, however you would phrase it, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But you can also generate cartoon or yeah. whatever style of, of video you want. So just think about all of the the uh, middlemen that this is going to cut out in the world of video production. You know, like you're making a music video. Uh, previously, you would have to go and either shoot everything that you wanted, regardless of your budget or, or your capabilities. Mm-hmm. And or you would have to pay for for you know pre shot B roll from stock yeah. footage companies. This is going to eliminate all of that. Like say if you're if you're shooting B roll for a video and you want a video of a train going by with like graffiti. Yeah, and you'd have to go out. You'd have to find a good spot. Like a sucker, like an absolute sucker. You'd go out in the real world. Yeah. You know, get Try to ready. Find the right angle, the right backdrop. With my luck, right I'm going to have my camera settings fucked up when the train finally comes by. I'm going to botch the yeah. whole thing. And so this this eliminates that. And even if the even if you did get a video of it while it went by, I mean, there's probably not going to be any tags on it. They clean those up. Pretty it's going to be awful. It's not going to be full of tags like you would want in a movie. You so know? theoretically, um, with this new Sora, you can you can make like an entire movie. You can generate scene by scene, shot by shot, an entire movie. If you, I don't know how long it's going to take. We don't have the technology available to us yet, but I'm I'm super excited about yeah. it. Like Digging. when it drops to the public, I'm taking like a day off of work and just and just spending in problems. Yeah. yeah, and it can generate videos up to a minute. And uh, one of the engineers, when asked how long it would take to render the video, said it's more like going out for a sandwich than it is than taking a couple days off. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to render for I think he said closer to going out and getting a burrito, which is even faster than a sandwich typically. Yeah, Most of the things in a burrito are already cooked. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got meat that's already like cooked in a warmer or it's spinning on like a... Yeah, you go to a sandwich place and they take fucking forever. Mm -hmm. But you go to... to, uh, Chipotle, and they have your shit just on an assembly line. It's it's they got a like hot that. thing of beans. They scoop it in, they wrap it. It's done. It takes about as long as it takes to cook a tortilla. So you could make 
in theory, a video of someone making a burrito in the time that it takes to make your physical burrito in the real world. And that's that's yeah. pretty meta there. You well, know? yeah, that's kind of crazy. I think you would probably have to factor in the going out for a burrito part. So you'd have to render a video of a guy leaving his house, going to the Mexican food restaurant, ordering a burrito, waiting for it, watching the guy make it. You like look over like you would at a subway and you watch the guy make it and then coming back home and see you could, you know, that all sounds pretty mundane. You could, you could render all that and then you could render a scene where like, where like Donkey Kong just busts in <coughs> and takes your burrito from you. Yeah. You I mean, really the, the possibilities are limitless. You could literally do whatever you want, which is crazy. Yeah. And I've always been, uh, I've always been retarded in that creative aspect to where i can't draw i've never been able to draw cool things like i always had friends and like my cousin could draw really good and like do all this like crazy depth photo realistic like portraits yeah i can't draw at all not even a little bit it looks horrible so i could never take something that was in my mind and then put it into like a physical form which is why i got into music and I was bad at fucking taking what I was thinking and putting it into musical form, but better at drawing. This really evens the playing field as far as like artistic capabilities, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because I've, I was really uh, held down by what I had access to online, whether it's like Envato or just like a free green screen video where I'm like, okay, I want a monster. I got three monsters to choose from. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, one of the examples it showed on the um, preview was um, a pack of woolly mammoths, photorealistic woolly mammoths. Like you couldn't source that B-roll before if you wanted to, because woolly mammoths have been extinct for, for I, I don't know how long, a long time. So, yeah, there's no. I mean, you could, you know, like finance computer animation that would look, you know, mediocre depending on your budget. Not anymore. Like now, you can just get this for free. These uh -huh. photorealistic woolly mammoths coming at you through a snowstorm. Yeah, it's. it's wild it's not and it's gonna be uh it's gonna totally change the game for videographers and when they just recently had the huge writer strike that was about ai stealing writers jobs and this you know not that i didn't agree with them before but it makes me see why people were going on strike i mean i, I so get upset. it but at the same time like you know selfishly like cry me a river like mm -hmm. i want all that you know like i want access to this i want to yeah. make cool stuff I mean, but, it sucks for Hollywood, but I mean, I think that there's always going to be uh, like a market and a craving for actual real yeah. analog stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, you're not going to be able, there's still going to be stuff that obviously like you can't quite get AI to do or it's going to be easier to just shoot it yourself. You know what I mean? Or like specific people or I mean... Probably, I, I don't think this renders audio or anything like that. So, I mean, you're not yeah. going to, but I mean. So, any videographers out there getting the audio? Yeah. I mean, they're going to have that figured out by the end of the year, though, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how fast, like, we started. Has it even been a year since we started talking about, like, Dolly and the original chat GPT and all that? <laughs> I feel like it's been less than a year. Yeah. Like, how fast this has come at us, like, all these different AI apps and all that. It's wild. It's coming at us at full speed. Yeah, it really is. And now, like, uh, a lot of people are getting AI integrated into, like, their workplace yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And 
it's uh it's it's crazy the yeah. future's now dude. i just downloaded a um, microsoft copilot i was telling you about it. it's like the coolest ai app like um it's basically like all of the ai rolled into one and you just convert you know conversationally like talk to it and tell it what you want yeah and it's it's gonna talk back to you and be like yeah i'm gonna do this this and this are you sure you want it this way let me know if you want this you know what i mean like it's it's pretty wild yeah that's cool how it like gives you feedback and asks you questions yeah and yeah exactly it responds it. back to you and like do you want this or uh yeah it's a trip and i like how i like how fast it's growing because we get to see a lot whereas like <clears throat> think of our grandparents like they saw maybe a maybe a couple things substantial things yeah happen. they they saw like like you know black and white tv switch over to color tv uh -huh. and then maybe like the invention of cable yeah they cable got, maybe cars changed you know and uh that's about it we're getting it all man we're getting we get you, you saw a cyber truck recently yeah i saw a, a cyber real life truck. cyber truck so uh -huh. i mean that just shows the the we're in the era of cyber trucks and AI. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so this has been kind of a kind of an AI centric uh, uh, conversation so far. Mm -hmm. So I want to break it up with a lot of people's favorite segment on this show: Big Trouble in Big China. Hey, 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 hey! Yes, what yes. Is this is. Going I, on I hate here? to call it my favorite segment because really there's nothing funny about it, but it has become you know like a important segment where we we fill you in on all the mayhem that China has caused one way or another this yeah. week. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on China. You yeah, know? I mean, like not to be like you know xenophobic or or racist or anything, no, but no, no, China no. has proven time and time again that they're you know they need to be watched under a mm -hmm. microscope to make sure that they're not you know scamming yeah. us or or taking <laughs> yeah. over the country like that movie red dawn mm -hmm. and they're always doing some sort of hacking operation or tiktok it's is just one thing after stuff. another they're sending over weird balloons to spy on yeah, us this all started with the balloons we heard about the balloons everybody kind of forgot about. i would the argue balloons. that it started with covid you know, uh, first they gave us COVID and they sent over spy balloons and it's just kind of spiraled there. It's been one thing after another, really. So in China, uh, they are panicking because of all of the U.S. Uh, AI, AI advancements. They didn't, advancements. you know, like they're isolated over there. They're not tapped in to, to you know, all the American tech mm -hmm. innovations. And all of a sudden, like, they're seeing all this stuff that AI can do and realizing they're way behind the eight ball. Yeah, and they're, you know, now creating all these new things that are just based off of... Just trying to reverse engineer yeah. our, our shit. They're probably using, because this uh, OpenAI Sora has started going out to developers mm -hmm. and people that will be testing it and stuff. Yeah. So they probably faked being one of those guys got access to the early wait you think the chinese you think the chinese have it. access to sora and then they're creating their own vr videos and saying look at what we made see that's bullshit if china has sora before we do like how is that fair it's not it's, it's not, not fair at all but that's something that they would do you know they would definitely get access to that they just got in trouble for like spying on everybody uh which china was always a surveillance state yeah but there's a bunch of articles about them. If you're a Chinese citizen or you're a foreigner that's in the country, they're like taking and documenting all of your uh, online activity, which it's like so is America, right? 
Didn't yeah. Edward Snowden say that? I think in China now they have a social currency too, which like you, you can buy things based on your standing with the government. Mm-hmm. And if they take away points, your like rights are more limited. Okay. So you have like a like a social credit score with the government based basically, you know, like saying how how um how reputable you are. Yeah, how trustworthy you yeah. are in the eyes of, of um so, Beijing or so whatever. So say if you're like a low level and you could only get like a cheeseburger. And then if you're a high level, you get like a steak. I don't know if it's directly impacting their meals, but it possibly might be. Then if you're a high level, but you want low level food, are you allowed to get it or is it off? I would imagine if you're a high level, yeah, you have the full access to all the food. All the tiers underneath. You know, and definitely like you probably have more leeway as far as like your travel and Mm -hmm. leisure time activities go. Type of shoes you can wear. You can attend, attend a concert. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on that's in Big China. Big trouble in Big China. Big trouble in Big China. Uh, some more huge news when it comes to technology and the cutting edge is Disney released the Hollow Tile. Yeah. Which is a floor, the world's first multi-person omnidirectional treadmill. Yeah, you showed me this, and like I still haven't fully grasped it. Like I, I, I guess I see what they're doing, but like I don't think I fully grasp like the purpose and like what it could potentially do. So it's this, uh, it's this little floor, like a like a little pad that you put on the floor, and it's maybe you know an inch thick or something, and it has all these little balls, and I think they said at the very beginning. Uh, no it didn't say but it has all these like little balls like ball bearing circle type of things and you walk on it yeah it's like something you put on the floor and you walk on it like a treadmill and you walk on it and as you walk the floor will automatically spin these little bearings and move you back to the center of the floor So as you're walking, it's almost like a moonwalk, you know, like you're walking, but your body's moving backwards type of thing. Yeah. And it's not like slippery. It's not like you're on it and you want to fall and your feet go shooting out. Because if your foot goes too far, then these balls will stop you. I feel like, you know, I'm relatively clumsy sometimes. Like, I feel like this is going to be the guy, The guy who showed this off, this Disney Imagineer. He's, uh, look at how old he is, dude. He's easily almost 70 years old. Yeah, yeah. And he's walking on this thing comfortably. You can do multiple people on the mat that are walking in separate directions. Yeah, that's that's weird, man. That's crazy. Now, do you think... You tie it to VR... So that way, when you're in a VR world, you can walk through it instead so of like using physically the walking. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. I see how that could be useful. Do you think that the Chinese have access to this yet? No. No. Because this is like Disney's a physical thing. Yeah. They might have the blueprints for it, but they're not going to be able to recreate it in time. That's good. But Disney just unveiled this, and it's going to be used in like, you know, stage shows, Disney on Ice, stuff like that. And. Uh, moving things in and out. There could be rides that are like constantly changing and shit. And then filming 
because they have this big circular screen that I was telling you about. Yeah. And it's like this big giant room that's just a 360 degree screen. You go inside of it and then you, the actors will like act out the movie in the actual environment. And the whole inside is like the set built out. So you can't really tell where the seam is. And instead of performing in front of like a green screen or a blue screen, they're actually in the scene and interacting with it. And they could make the whole floor this fucking hollow tile. And as you walk across it, it like moves you through the scene. So the video is moving. That's pretty intense. But their announcement was based on VR. Their announcement was like, hey, imagine you're in VR and you could walk around and play with multiple people in a shared space. So they're trying to get in with Apple dropping the Vision Pro, Facebook buying Oculus. Now Disney's throwing their hat in the ring with the floor. And it's going to be lit. We're going to be in uh, Ready Player One is what people say. Yeah. Now, um, where do you think, do you think any progress has been made on some sort of a time travel machine? Like a, like a working functional time machine? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's really fascinating to me. I would, I would, you know, love to go back in time and just fuck things up. Mm-hmm. I think there was, they say that, uh, if time travel exists, then we've already, we already have it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because it, like, folds time. Time folds? You've heard of time folds, right? Um, I've heard of sliders. <clears throat> what? Sliders. Remember that show, Sliders? Were they sliding through time or, or parallel universes? I think I've that was, like, a parallel u- You've never seen Sliders? No. You don't remember the show Sliders? No, I thought... With Jerry O'Connell. No. I just think of uh, Tiny Burgers. Oh yeah, you should check out Sliders, dude. It's a it's a good. Show. I don't know if it holds up. It's like to, a '90s show with Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. It probably doesn't hold up. Kind of like a Quantum Leap style, but it was like a, a gang of them instead of just the one guy. Oh, okay, and they slid through parallel slid, universes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the gist of okay. it. Okay, so yeah, it's the same thing, kind of. You can uh, you can fold space time, and then it makes a wormhole where you can travel a long distance in a short time. That's pretty sweet. So they do that with with what? With VR or something? Something like that. Open yeah. AI. Open yeah. AI, yeah. And we're just trying to keep you guys on the cutting edge because this shit's always moving. This shit's changing all the time. We're trying New to things are keep coming you out. guys in the loop. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as we have access to it, we're going to start using it. This whole video, this whole Podcast will probably be AI. AI video. generated, yeah, because we can we can generate like you know the the visuals with Sora, mm-hmm. and we can just kind of like um tell tell GPT what we want the um content to be about, mm-hmm. you know, have it completely script it, and then pop that into some sort of you know text to speech. Yeah, use the audio from that, and then eventually we'll be able to just add that to the video, and yeah. then be like, and eventually they're just going to consolidate all of that into one. So like, it's mm-hmm. just going to be like, hey, um, make a podcast, and it's just going to do it, and that'll be the podcast. Boom. Yeah, you want to hear a podcast about this? There we go. And then we'll uh, we'll get you guys to sound off. And be like, hey, what do you want to hear a podcast about? We'll type it in. 
bada boom. The only thing I don't think they're gonna be able to completely replicate our our perfect comedic timing. You know, like how would they? How would uh, they? Yeah, AI is very bad at comedy. Yeah, still. So I think um, you know, as far as comedy goes, we might have that might be our saving grace that keeps us operating just a little bit longer. But mm-hmm. you know. So if we do replace it with AI, it's not going to be a comedy show anymore. It's going to be a, what would you call it? Uh, just a variety show. A variety a show? A variety show, yeah, where I there's like not really any specific pinned down topic. We should start having musical guests. Absolutely, we should. And we could set up like a band over here, like a whole little drum set and guitar, and we could start having like stained in stained that yeah. A band yeah that was a band in like the yeah. early aughts we can get bush bush yeah that was a band from the 90s yeah i'm sure these guys aren't doing much these days no doubts back no are they back yeah oh fancy and get fergie Ferg fergalicious uh-huh um gucci man blues traveler blues traveler yeah, yeah. They, they played a harmonica that'd be cool uh fiona apple fiona apple fiona pineapple even oh really is that a thing no but we could make it with AI. Oh, fuck. We could. We could be like a Hawaiian Samoan lady mm-hmm. named Fiona, Fiona Pineapple, Pineapple who sings about... And she know, sings just... with her microphone turned up real loud and her mouth is really wet. Yeah. That's all I remember from Fiona Fiona Pineapple is she... I could hear that. You could hear that whole in, song. in Fiona Apple's songs? She'd say, you and me... Whenever oh yeah, that's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. It was bad. Uh fuck. Now I wanna Jerry cut in some Fiona pineapple right now. Uh computer, play Fiona Apple. Computer, fast forward thirty seconds. This fucking sucks. I don't want her on this show. Computer, stop. Yeah, that was really bad. What did I do to my algorithm just now? You ruined it. Fuck. Yeah, we still got full battery over here. I thought it was going to be dead for sure. So how is uh, how's the coaching going? Have you had another game since then? No, it got rained out. Oh yeah, yeah. Practice was supposed to be yesterday, and it got rained out and pushed to Friday. So I only you have had the a, one. Did you have a call at all about whether it was going to get rained out or not? Yeah, it was down to the last minute, and you know, finally, it's not up to the team. It's the um, the city closes down all the fields, and mm-hmm. the city, you know, made the decision to <clears throat> shut it down. I'm sure they don't want somebody <clears throat> slipping and injuring themselves or some bullshit like that. I imagine that like everyone had already shown up. That a lot of people were at the field already. You guys were there. They were getting ready to play, and the city came. We got and a they call. Shut it down. We got a call from the commissioner at the mm-hmm. last, the last second. He's like, "Hey," and then I see you. You like took your hat off and you I threw, threw it. it I threw it. Down. Yeah, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. In front of the kids. It's you know like a a bad example for sure. I shouldn't show my frustration in front of the little lads, but you no. know I was. But was it was it wasn't too bad. You know, you just threw your hat and you said, "Gosh darn." Yeah, yeah. Gosh darn rain. I exclaimed, but I didn't swear. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. I, I heard a lot of people on last week's episode, they were asking for pointers 
from you since you're a coach. Oh, now? since I'm a baseball coach now. Yeah, since you're a yeah. baseball coach. Yeah, now? I'm happy to provide any pointers I can as far as you know your baseball technique or yeah. the the inner workings of of t-ball. Uh, okay. I have some questions here from right. some listeners. Let's go. Uh, Stevie, he says, "How do I keep my elbow down while batting?" Or am I supposed to keep it up? And if so, how do I keep it up? Yeah, you definitely want your elbow up. That's one of the things we teach the children, as a matter of fact. So thank and you for you asking that, Stevie. You just you, you know use the force in your arm, gravity, what have you, and just make sure that elbow's up when you're swinging. Uh-huh. You so swing. you use probably like a muscle, like a shoulder muscle? Yeah. yeah pull it up? Yeah, shoulder for Shoulder sure. muscle, Stevie. That's what you do. Um, Tatum, he asks... If you make it to third base after the, if you make it to third base after the baseman, is that a word? No. A baseman? No. Third baseman? Third baseman? I I guess maybe it is. I'm not sure. Okay. So if you make it to third base after the baseman touches you, but he doesn't have the ball yet, but he touches your ball on accident, are you in or out? I think you're in still if he doesn't have the if he doesn't have the ball. Yeah, you're in. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if you like if you like him, then yeah. I mean, the third baseman has to get you know he has to have possession of the ball when you you know tags you out. So. But he had his ball. There's only one ball in in the game. There's three balls. No, there's just five. There's just one. I mean, there's multiple balls, but there's only one in play at any given time. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, Snorgan. Hi, Snorgan. Snorgan says, that's probably got to be like a... Fake name, right? Yeah, it's like a character name or something. Yeah, pseudonym. Uh, Snorgan says, I love baseball. Grew up watching baseball. Went to A's games with... Snorgan, just get to the question already. I don't care about your your history watching baseball. This is just... (laughs) Well, I think maybe this is going to like lead up to it. Okay, so maybe right. it has something to do with the A's. He went to A's game. That's great. What team is that? That's the, the Oakland, Oakland Athletics. A's? Yeah, they're headed to okay. Las Vegas. So I went to A's games all the time, and I always noticed that people ate a lot of sunflower seeds while playing baseball. Watching baseball. Sorry. Um, the sunflower seeds, they would spit them underneath the bleachers, and they would pile Days and days and games and games worth of sunflower seeds piled under the bleachers. Uh, most of them not even uh, extracted. Full seeds just chewed or sucked and then spit out. Uh, what is the fastest pitch on record? The fastest pitch on record, I want to say, is Nolan Ryan, maybe? Computer, what's the fastest pitch on record? I want to say it's like 112 miles, maybe Nolan Ryan. For the Cincinnati Reds. On September 24, 2010, Chapman threw a fastball that reached an astonishing 105.1 miles per hour at Petco Park in San Diego. There you have it. Petco Park, 105. Yeah, yeah he broke Nolan Ryan's record. Because Nolan Ryan had it when I was a little kid, at least. Yeah. I remember, uh, what was the movie with the baseball movie? Oh, um, the, Angels the one, in the Outfield? The one with the kid? The Sandlot? Um... There's the Sandlot. There was um, Angels in the Outfield, and there was rookie also of the Rookie year. of the Year. Yeah, where, where that's the, the one I was talking his, about. Yeah. He had the thing, mm-hmm. the snap arm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the fastest pitch, 105 rookie miles of the per year. hour. 
Uh, one last question from, oh, let's see, let's find a good one. Uh, one last question from David. Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza. Mike, what about Mike Piazza? Mike Piazza? What? Question mark. I don't know. You're the baseball guy. Oh, he's he was like a um a catcher. I believe he played catcher. He was on the Dodgers and some other teams. I don't know. He must have hit good or something because typically like a catcher isn't really like a star player, but Mike Piazza was a star player. So I think he must have been really good at batting probably. Yeah, David, I don't understand the question. Mike yeah. Piazza? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a dude named Mike Piazza. There is. There's a guy named Mike Piazza. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, when I was a kid, his name was the same as my name. Still is. And his last name was close to pizza. Mike Pizza. You, so you, I thought yeah. his name was Mike Pizza. Mike Pizza. And my favorite food was pizza. So know? so he was something of a role model to you. Yeah. And it was the L.A. Dodgers. So when you looked up to Mike Piazza. So, pizza. Yeah. Piazza. Mike Pizza. Piazza. Pizza. They called him the Slice. Did they call him that? Mike the Slice Piazza. See, I don't think that was true. Uh, yeah, they called him the Slice. Uh-huh. Mike Pepperoni Piazza. I remember when I was a little kid, I went, for some reason, I think it might have just been to get rid of me for the day or something, but like a couple of times, my parents sent me to, um, there was like a um, day camp, like a one or two day camp like thing run by like a couple of major league players. Mm-hmm. It was like it, for children, but it was, you know, like local, I want to say it was like Robin Ventura and another MLB player, but they would send me to this thing to like learn to play baseball, but then I never played baseball in little league. So it was just like a really weird thing to send me to. I don't think it was something that I like sought out myself. They would just send me, you're going to go to this baseball camp for two days, learn yeah. how to play baseball. We're not putting you in little league. Would you sleep at the camp? No. You'd go home afterwards? Yeah. It was, it was just like a day camp. Yeah. Deal. Uh, but, but um, yeah, that yeah. is weird. And you so, didn't play baseball so technically, I was taught to play baseball by by Robin Ventura, who I'm pretty sure was like a semi decent MLB player. And was then he there up was, there with Mike Piazza? <laughs> no, probably not. No, no. Uh, Mark Mag- Mark McGrath. Mark McGuire. No, he's the he's the guy that had the home run record. Who's the, Mark the McGrath? The steroid guy. Uh, that's the singer of Sugar Ray. I just want to fly. I always thought that. They were the same guy. Like how Bruce Willis is like... Uh, there's there's like a lot of parallels. There's a lot of parallels between Mike McGuire and Mike Mark, Mark McGrath. I thought it was like a Chris like a Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks type thing. Oh, see, that would... I mean, if, if it is, it's a very well-kept secret, um, but... You know, if that's if that is the situation, you're kudos to kudos to them for keeping that you know like running for so long and nobody. Yeah. That is impressive. Out. Let us know is is that a thing? Is is it Mark McGrath, Mark McGuire, the the thing. same guy? The same. Let us know. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jonathan uh, from Corn. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yep. What's yep. his name? Um, Jonathan Taylor? Davis. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jonathan, Jonathan Davis, Davis, same person. Same like guy. that's a little bit more well known, though. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's kind of like how um, everybody knew that uh, Marilyn Manson was the 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 black guy from Cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this new one, this Mark McGuire, Mark McGrath thing, neither of them are named Mike, right? No, I think there's like a separate Mike. Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So Mark McGuire and Mark McGrath are the same guy. That's the new one. Uh, and maybe you heard it here first, you know? I doubt it, though, because I think people are starting to figure it out. Yeah, so um, chime in. Actually, no, no. I'm not answering any more baseball tip questions, so don't 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 sound no, off regarding baseball. Never again. No. All yeah. right, no more no more uh, baseball questions. Um, now we ordered our Apple Vision Pros, and we're gonna have those next week. We're gonna be using those. It's gonna be our first step. It's gonna be super cool, man. Like that's yeah. it was quite the investment. I mean, it set us back, you know, close to eight grand for that. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show that that we, you know, we invest in you guys getting a quality show. Yeah. Which is why you should invest, you know, in us by by sending us some sort of money. So what we're gonna do is we got three Apple Vision Pros. We're gonna each wear one. We're gonna have, you know, videos and articles and things projected. We'll have notes and stuff what's the third everywhere. one? Is that for Satchmo? Uh, no, the third one is for the audience. Oh, the audience? Get, oh, we'll wow. set up their own headset over there that's looking at us. So it's recording through the headset, and then we can send things to it. Man, this is going to be a, so a bitch be like, getting all set up. We're look gonna, at this video, and then we could just send the video to that headset. It'll pop up for We're going to fuck something up for sure. So, I mean, like, yeah. bear with it's gonna us. Be a while. It's going to be Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be tough to really get that going properly. Yeah. But next week we're going to have those, and if you could, uh, you know, just, like, subscribe to something, because we spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need to recoup that. Yeah. Um, And that's it. That's about all I've got. So this was the last organic episode. Next week we're going full AI. Everything's changing after that. And, you know, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, We'll probably, won't even... uh, I mean, we're, Jerry's going to do most of it. Yeah, we're going to be gone, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're not physically coming we're, in anymore. We're so. retiring. You I know, mean, we'll really probably send like, in some notes. Yeah, this is kind of like a curtain call for us. So, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I want to thank you guys for for sticking with us through all these episodes, and yep. I'm excited for what the future brings. Although it's not going to be us physically, but it'll you you won't be able to tell the difference. No, and uh, we love you. Bye. Natural habitat recordings.